You see? We get carried away, and that's actually what we are. Yeah? But what our, what where the interest and attention, that's where we get carried away too. Yeah? Which is being interested. So we've been carried away too here, basically. Because somehow or another, the mental state has constantly barraged the mind, and the mind, in, su- in a seeming way, has become identified as the body. So now, this seems to be that which we are. Yeah. And, ho- and most of us are hoping to be carried away from that, to get relief from that. Yeah. But the carrying away from that is what we are. And this is sometimes where the interest and intention wants to carry us to. Because it's, it's addicted, it's been enslaved to the mental preoccupation of being you, as a body. Yeah? So your interest, when it goes out, you don't realize in the obsession with self, there's, when the interest goes out and I say, I'm seeing that tree, most of the interest is on, in the eye that's seeing the tree, not the tree. Yeah. So whatever we meet, if I meet 800 things today, they're going to be used to refer and reinforce the one thing that's met them all. See, this is the addiction. This is how the interest and attention seemingly and means seemingly means it appears to be true or false to us. It seemingly causes us to forget what we are by the constant remembering and referring and the insinuating, insinuating and the implying of what we're not. Yeah. And if that's not fueled by your interest and attention, it has no magical quality to convince you one bit. It has to have us believing it to make it seem convincing. Because it's not convincing at all. The movie really isn't that good. It's the audience that makes it seem so good. We're, we're real, it's sort of like we're Bruce Willis fans and we'll just pay another 12 bucks to see Die Hard 9 or something, Die Hard 10. Well, this is like that. We're Paul Hedeman fans, and you know, fuck. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a Saturday matinee. It's been a long, drawn-out fucking epic. And, you know, hopefully you, lose, you start losing interest and attention in the Chronicles of Paul Hedeman because they're boring. Because they're just like the Chronicles of Paul Hedeman in Chapter 2. It's basically the same Chronicles in Chapter 8, but it's in a different setting. (laughs) Now Paul's in Bali. (laughs) Paul's in Burlingame. Paul's here. But Paul's in every fucking page. That's why it's boring. (laughs) No one would buy the book of Paul, I'm telling you. But if it had your name on it, you'd be first in line. I can't wait to get that book. <laughs> really, don't you see? There's a... Like, a lot of people are trying to use, let's say, non-duality to work on addictions, you know, like alcoholism and drug addiction. But the real addiction is prior to those. It's the mental state's addictedness or addiction to this sense of being a self. That's what most people who are getting loaded today are. Why, you know, what's driving them to get loaded is to get out of that which they take themselves to be. They want just a fucking break. And they don't want to have another delayed plan. They want to feel immediately different. 
So they pop a bottle or they put something up their nose or they ingest a pill. And if some false authority called doctorhood gives it, they get a sense of, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. Gulp, 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 you know. I mean, it's still drugs. It doesn't matter who hands it to you, in a way. He has a white, oh, he had a white smock on. Oh, great old wise one, yes. Yeah. But the thing is, it's the mental state's addiction to being a self. So that's why your interest and attention is constantly being put to that task to have everything that you ever get interested in be, be used as a mirror so that you see more of yourself in it. Yeah? So if you surf and you surf and you surf, there's one day you're crowned a surfer. Yeah? You've now become that which you were having an experience, something, but now that experience being interpreted as made you a surfer or made you a motorcycle driver. Or, or, and there's special clubs. There's Harley-Davidson drivers. Very special, you mean. In surfing, there's boogie boarders and then there's surfers. You know? there's, there's all little hierarchies in all the little things, but they're all like, so every time the surfing occurs now, it's being used to keep reinforcing the idea of a surfer. That's the bondage of self in the medium of water. There's the bondage of self in the medium of a university. There's the bondage of self in the medium of addiction. There's a bondage of self in the medium of spirituality. It's happening in all the, all the activities because the selfing will claim the activity to imply the, the one that's having the activity. That's the bonding. The bonding is not the activity. It's how it's used to point out. So like meditation, I humbly say, can be used to imply the meditator. Just as well as shooting dope implies that you're a drug addict. Just as well. The selfing has no respect. It's a trigger mechanism. What happens is seen as it happened to you. It doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter if it's wearing 5,000-year-old robes and hasn't had a piece of meat in 800 years. It will still claim that. It's a habit. And it's a very quick mental process. And so they notice over time, some great ones, notice that you're not going to be able to use a mental process to get out of this mental process. Like we say in AA, self can't get out of self. What they say in old Zen is you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use the mind to seek the mind. You can't use the process that's producing the delusion to get you out of the delusion. Its Its whole story of getting out of the delusion is the biggest delusion of all. And they, would, they warned us in very cryptic statements. Hey, what's looking is what you're looking for. You know? You can't use, still, you can't use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. Can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use big M mind to seek big M mind. You can't use light to seek light. If you do, nothing's going to happen for eons. Yeah. Because the light will be forgotten in the seeking of the light. Because what will happen is the seeking of light will be used to point to the seeker of the light. You, once again, not being light, will now be the seeker of the light. Yeah? 
So noticing this, and noticing the only way it seems to get out of something is the way to, is to try to find a way out of it, they short-circuited all that activity by saying, what is, in a sense, prior to that, which has a desire to be liberated? What is that? And it's not prior, it's used, you can say prior to produce a distinction, but what is that that may not be of time that would be the solution of everything that's produced through time? Yeah? Because we've been told you're not going to get a solution to a problem that's, that's produced through time, through time. We have to find what's not of that system to have relief from that system. It can't be a product of the system because that's what it will be. A product of the system that its ultimate purpose is to keep reinforcing the system. So we have to find something outside of the system and it's going to be very difficult if you're identified which is with what's inside the system. So they came to some kind of simple observation that what you are has never become or never will become nor never was what you think you are. What you are is like today's sky. It's like this, they would call emptiness or the voidness or whatever, empty of any identification, empty of anything. Yeah? That mind, that pristine space of what we are, yeah, allows everything to move through it, yet is never affected by anything that moves through it. Yeah? Now there is a solution. Because in that solution, the problem hasn't been entertained. We're usually starting from when the problem has been taken to be a fact, and the only solution to an imaginary problem is seeing that it's imaginary. That stops all the drive. At least you won't sign up for all the drives to get out because you will have a very pragmatic, practical understanding you are not in. <laughs> so it's sort of like that story I, I used to tell when I was in Turkey. The people are the greatest salesmen I've ever run into, you know. So I get off the plane and we're walking around the Blue Sophia, whatever, the Blue Mosque, and some very well-dressed guy comes over and says, hey, I volunteer to be your tour guide. I, we go, and then a bunch of us go, oh, sure. He's very, very educated, you know, speaks great English. And then he brings us to this brick building and then I, we, he opens the door and then he leaves. You never see him again. And then you're in this rug place. Like a rug, uh, a rug store, and suddenly a guy that looks similar to him with a similar color gray suit, but it isn't him. Now takes you in. What would you like to have? Would you like some coffee, Irish coffee? Do you want some apple juice? Oh yeah, I'll have some apple juice. Okay, sit down, my friends, sit down. And then suddenly, other men with suits come in with a lot of rugs, and they start spinning the rugs, and they're throwing it on there, and. Uh, and they're catching the light in the right way. Oh, they're beautiful, many splendid rugs. Yeah. And you're sitting there, and you know they're 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 making you malleable with the coffee, and the, and they're very nice. Oh, what? But 
Then they'd ask me, and they'd say, well, what about it? What? And I'd been there like three hours, because it was a great show. And I, they finally go, well, what do you think? I said, well, I don't have a flaw. I'm traveling around the world. I don't have a place to live, so I don't need a rug. So no matter how great the advertising was, I had a total immunity to it, because there was an obvious fact in my life, I don't have a fucking house. <laughs> and they're going, but oh, we can pack it up so small and put it in your knapsack. I go, I'm not going to go to Thailand with a fucking thick rug. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was the advertising, if I was had a house, if I believed I had a floor somewhere in the world, it probably would have been very enticing. Yeah? Because they were excellent at delivering it, but I had an immunity to it because there was just an obvious fact that I was flawless yeah. in this life at the time. And there's no way in hell I need a rug, especially if I can't got more countries to go to. I'm not going to carry one. So, advertise away. That's what it's like. Exactly. It's exactly like that. If there isn't the platform that every all this baloney of advertising is built on, the advertising does it. it first of all, it's not real. It has to appear to be real to you. So no matter how many mails you're getting on your internet, no matter how many bulletins, you know, oh, you know, this must happen today, whatever. You, you, you're not jerking, not moving around because you have an immunity to it. You, you know it's not happening, even though it seems to be happening. And the only reason why it seems to be happening is because it seems to be happening to you, which is what's happening. You and I are what's happening. And we can make things that can only appear to be happening, we can give them life by believing it, really. And when that belief is extracted or removed, the same event that used to capture all of your attention won't capture any of your attention. Not because it has lost its, its color or sheen. It never had a sheen. We gave it the shine. We gave it the shine. It has no inherent shine. It's all reflecting us. Yeah? Everything that looks so beautiful us, to us out here is a reflection of us. Of us. That's the immunity. And as once you get located, okay, this seems to be the central quadrant of the experiential realm, this little body. So in other words, this is like an amusement park ride where you get in a car. And the whole ride, you're in a car. Yeah? You're going, but you're in a car the whole ride. And when you get off of the, off of the ride, you don't get off of the car, off the, off the ride with the car. Yeah. Now we forgot we got into the ride that was car shaped and then we're hoping that we're going to leave as the car. <laughs> but that's not so. <laughs> and I, it would probably save you a lot of consternation if you could see that now because it's going to, you know, the car is going to end and you're going to be... No, we can't stop. Well, it's going to. <laughs> so, this is the car for this experience. Yeah. So, we're having it sort of like a camera location. So, this camera is located in Tam Valley at 407 Shoreline. 
then it can move to another location and meet with other camera locations. <laughs> but the only thing that's looking through all these camera locations is that which is. Yes? The camera, instead of having a name, Nike, uh, whatever you call it, Nike, not Nike, Nikon, it has Oz or Paul. <laughs> And, and Oz probably thinks it's a very high-level camera. <laughs> Paul thinks it's a very high-level camera. And you're like a Japanese camera, Chinese camera, are very good cameras. But in fact, we're not cameraing. <laughs> There's no cameraing in us. Without that which is looking through the camera, there's no pictures being taken. <laughs> so, it seems like a minor little... Point, but I would say it has a huge influence all along the ride. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because if you see that the ride gets very harrowing and you think you're the car, there's no escape. If the ride's getting very harrowing and you're not the car, that's the escape. <laughs> you can still stay in the car, but you're not of the car. As Jesus says, you're in this world, or you're in this car, let's say, but you're thankfully not, thankfully you're not of the car. Yeah? So there's a quality that, there's an inherent quality that's not produced after the fact of this. It is prior to the imaginative, seemingly, seemingly so-ness of this. Yeah? <laughs> so, here, when this is taken to be the fact... Yeah. All the activities you get out of it reinforce the idea we're in it. You can't escape it. You cannot escape the dualistic twist here. I don't give a damn who you think you are or how clear you are. That clarity is defined by a, like a two-sided mirror. Yes? Here, but whoa, what happens if I'm not of it? Yeah? Find out, actually. I could tell you how it translates in my life. But that would, it may come out in a different way in your life. And that's the joy of it, yeah? So what happens? Well, why not, if we're going to... See, someone put a poster out for this talk I'm doing in Toronto. So I was screwing with him a little. Because so he says, oh, Paul's talking about the freedom. I said, well, actually, Paul's talking about the bondage of self. <laughs> that's all I'm talking about. You don't need to talk about the freedom of self. You need to... Be the freedom from self. <laughs> That's the last thing you need to talk about. You need to talk about, you can talk about the bondage of self, because that needs to be recognized, because you can recognize what you're not. You can see what you're not. You can sense what you're not. Very clearly. Yeah? Because you are something, or nothing. Yeah? But when we're trying to sense nothing from what we're not, that's the dilemma of seeking the Buddha through the Buddha, seeking mind through mind, doing, you know, activities to produce stillness, activity. That's the underlying reason why those statements are so profound, yeah? Or as Ramana would say, the presupposing of a non-existent thing that wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing. Now, what we are isn't presupposing the non-existent thing. What we are could be believing the presupposing of the non-existent thing, we may have breathed, breathed life into it, but the, what's presupposing a non-existent thing is selfing. It's a mental process. That's what's presupposing a non-existent thing. 
and he keeps reinforcing that presupposing with the thought system that we seem to be very attentive to. Our interest and attention seems to have a lot to do with up here. Yeah? Doesn't it? So it's not about destroying that or anything like that. It's if you recognize it's not you, your interest and attention will leave that preoccupation. There may be a modicum of there, but it won't be a fucking, like, you know, a, a Nazi salute to the fucking thought system. You know what I mean? There'll be a certain, like, all right, you know, what the hell. Show me a new, you know, do a double flip, please. I'm tired of these triple whatever things we're trying to do all day. You know? Or for me, it's a comedy skit now. This is like Comedy Central. I just, it produces tons of weird perceptions, and I just fucking riff on them. You know, like I'm doing right now. And while I'm talking, while the talk is going on, my mind's created a whole comedy routine here. Because that way it's busy, you know. It's, it's got some fucking good jokes. Especially when it's on it, you know. Because <laughs> the joke is on it. <laughs> that same ad- activity used to be taken very seriously here. And it was a hell. It produced a mental hell. It really did. And the hell seemed so paramount and so real, I was apt to do almost anything to get relief from it. And the alcoholic and addict of my type was, I was willing to pay any consequence tomorrow not to feel uncomfortable now. And I felt uncomfortable. Now that's changed. What happens? I lost interest in that which was producing that sense of bondage to this idea of being a self. I've lost interest in the selfing, and I've gained interest in what's conscious. Yeah? And that's always being available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary, so you can finally rest in that which is prior to the thought system. I would say it's you. Now, you don't be... You're not formulated by the thought and appear after the thought you're prior to the thought you see thoughts you hear them the thought has, doesn't have to be go or gone because every thought is, is preceded by your expression conscious the consciousness of the thought is you yeah Oh, now you find finally you found your home or rest. And then life continues. You're still on the ride. But now you know, you're not, whatever. You don't have to get on the ride with like eight different popcorns and jujubes. You're fucking, yeah, this is cool. You know. What a beautiful day. I'm amazed every morning. I wake up and it's fucking, a, the Paul show has been renewed, which is unbelievable. I thought it was going to just go total syndication. Because <laughs> it's really like the essence of the Seinfeld series, which is everything about nothing. Because it's really... A, if someone followed me, followed my day, they'd be asleep by two. They would. <laughs> they would have dozed off about 12 times before, new, before lunch. <laughs> and if they, re, if they sped it up and saw it eight months later, it would be the same fucking... <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> but in there is something really valuable. 
peace, contentment, serenity, satisfaction, and ease and comfort, that free from the need to be liberated. Yeah. The ride can continue or it can end far out. Yeah, what's the big deal? It's all forgotten so quickly, isn't it? If you don't take pictures of your trip, were you ever on the trip? <laughs> really? I swear to God. It's like a vague, oh yeah, I think I was there. Yeah, it's all you can do. I think I was there. You know you weren't, but I think I was. <laughs> it ruins a lot of conversations at coffee shops. What do you do? Nothing. <laughs> What's your, what are your hopes and aspirations? None. <laughs> Where are you going to in this life? To the coffee shop. <laughs> Don't you think you should have something better? No. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> really? Don't you have any ambition? No. Not much. <laughs> What is the most important word for you here? Enough. <laughs> enough works. If you can reach a level of enoughness, that's a really good space. Yeah. That's then you just then the dogs off the leash. You know. All right. I, is it cool? Even if it's just seemingly cool. See, if I look deeply into my life, I'm really fucked. So I just cursory take a look at it. Hey, I'm all right today. I'm not arrested yet. So that's fine. So then there's no more investigation. <laughs> and then, then the dogs let off the leash, and it just runs around. It does. It used to shit in people's lawns. It doesn't do that anymore. So it doesn't get doesn't cause too much stir up. And then you know, I go home and lay down, trance out, and so it continues. Seemingly, the next morning. <laughs> I love it. The thing you're really looking for, in my humble opinion, is your own absence. And you don't need to look for your own absence. Just question your seeming presence. If something that isn't so is seen not to be so, that's all that's needed, really. All the additions and subtractions is none of your business. You've, You've put the ball down something else picks it up. Yeah? Just bring yourself back to exactly where you are. And I'm telling you, you are prior to thought. The thoughts appear to us. It's like the old story where the servant becomes the master, you know? That which came later now proclaims it was before. You become a product of a product. Life isn't happening anymore. You have an interpretation of life. All the joys and all the importances are displaced into yesterday and tomorrow's hopes and aspirations, disappointments, grief, all that. And it's sort of like being in a vertical coffin, really. You can't recognize you're dead because you seem to be moving, but you're really dead in a way. This is more like having your finger on the pulse, you'll feel alive. And I mean feel, not a set 
it's like an intimation. You'll int- when you see a sky like this, there'll be like a brotherly connection. You know, you'll in- it intimates. It's like a an artist's depiction of what you are. Yeah, it intimates. You get intimated in big spacious areas, and when silence is the biggest sound, you know, it's like an intimation of what you are. So if I was coming here the first time, which I am actually today, it would be, look at the word my, that little my is really, that's the fingerprint of the mental state in all of your affairs, yeah? That's sort of like, we're all walking around thinking we're free cows, but we got a big brand on our ass. We just don't see it. It's sort of like the Antichrist thinks he's really cool, then his mother sees the 666 on his head. Oh, the Antichrist. It's sort of, in a sense, it's sort of like that. We're branded by the word my. Yeah? So every problem's my problem. Every fucking person, everything I see, I saw it. It's like a huge heist. Yeah. Like Pete, I used to use this old story because it's it's so corny. It makes sense though. Where I was, in, I hadn't been in New York for a while. I came back, and the first person to walk in hadn't seen me in a few years. Says, "Paul, you're growing your hair." I said, "Yes, I'm growing my hair, and I'm doing a pretty good job, you know." And, I, and he was balding. I said, "Jeez, fucking not doing too well with your hair growing." And I said, "You know, and you know what I did? I joined with a group of people, and we grow our hair together, and it grows better. It looks better. Grows better." And, it's, and I could go on and on. And I'm very proud of my hair. I take really good care. I have the best combs and the brushes, you know, autograph. <laughs> Paul's brush and shit like that. <laughs> but, in fact, I have nothing to do with the hair growing. <laughs> you know, I, if I don't shave or don't get it cut, it grows, right? Basically. But the, set, the language constantly implies, as we're nonchalantly talking, we're like throwing out our own nooses to each other. <laughs> just hanging ourselves all fucking day with language. We're just tossing out this a huge assumption that I have a lot to do with, a lot of shit I have nothing to do with. <laughs> the language is constant. I'm seeing, you know, you cannot believe what I saw yesterday. No, I can't. You didn't see a fucking thing. <laughs> I totally believe that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? There's like a claiming going on, and it's just come. It's just it's just going wild, saying I do this, I do that, I do this. It has nothing to fucking do with it. You're not digesting your own food, are you? Can you imagine if we if if we had to do what produces this, we never we would have died the first second. <laughs> the multitasking was we'd be overwhelmed. Oh, I forgot to pump the blood. Oh my digestible thought. <laughs> Jesus Christ, come on someone take over. Exactly. <laughs> but then we parade around like proud cops, you know. I'm doing so much. Look at the car I fucking drive. It's on the same ride. The Tesla is on the same ride with the fucking Pinto. Yeah? The Tesla driver, if he's identified, is gonna keep the ride. 
there's no escape. It's easy to dismiss a pino, you know. Oh, fuck it, I want to get out of that pino as soon as possible. Tesla, hey, I like the Tesla, you know. Maybe it's the best, the wisest person on the rise in the pino. <laughs> Just uh, whatever. Just listen, you know, the talks are great. We have tons of talks. We have tons of talks. Tons of content on zenbitchslap.com. You know, it's free. Just bombard yourself with it if you like. Because it's gonna, it's sort of like people say a lot to me and others that attend my meetings. They come in, they go, you know, everything that guy says goes over my head, you know? <laughs> and that's the whole point. See, from the self centered point, you believe I'm talking to you about Big M Mind. But in fact, I'm talking about mind about you. Not about you, but about a you, a you. Yeah? Now, the, and what happens is the mental state is so fucking quick. If it throws the message, you're a lion, and you feel like you really like that message, when it catches it, it makes it, I can become like a lion. Because you're already a sheep in the view of the mental state. And that sheep is not going to be usurped by the message of being a lion. It's going gonna, it's gonna to claim the message of being a lion and turn it subtly into, I can become like a lion. Which, once again, you're using the Buddha to seek the Buddha. What happens? Oh, it's very fast. So here's the message. You're a lion. Oh, catches that easy. Catches it this way. Catches it this way. I mean, but let's say I'll throw a lot of balls. One or two are going to get through. Yeah? And it's going to hit mine. And mine may go, hey, I'm not that. <laughs> I'm not that with all the myths. And all it needs is that one, one little, it's like a sperm, you know. This is like spiritual conception. The message is like the sperm going up the duck to that fucking lovely egg, whatever. And there's millions, and most of them know they're not going to make it. But, you know, but one gets through, and that's all it takes. And then it get, impregnates it, and then what happens the body entertains it, and then there's birth nine months later. That's like this, yeah? So I'm throwing some sperm out there. <laughs> One's going to get through. There's going to be an aha. Yeah. Now, the abortion, the mental state will b uh, try to abort it by thinking about the message. Oh, the aha will be, I had an aha. <laughs> I'm gonna, I've had many ahas. You know, it will try to kill it, but maybe one of them gets in, and that's all it takes, because once the mind goes, hey, I'm not that, the next thing it can do is entertain, I can be free from it. Now it's on the money. It's not being free as it, or for it, or through it, but from it. It finally was shown in its own little laboratory the true pathless path. Yeah? The true no-way way. Yeah? The true path of negation. That which is not so has been thoroughly negated, and that which is so is obvious. And thank God, not obvious to what's not so, just obvious. And then, go to the coffee shop. Really? Have a good day, have a bad day. 
who cares? In a sense, it's all going to be dismissed so quickly. How many earth-shattering events did you have this week? Did the earth shatter? No. It's all huffing and puffing and all imaginary. It wants to give birth constantly. It's fucking fucking itself all day, selfie. It is. It's got the biggest... It's just pouring little bastard children out. And every one of them's called yours. My problem, my this, my thoughts, my feelings, my, 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 my. See, it's, look at an example. You go to a park, 30 kids are there. Where's your attention going to go? To your kids. That's what it's like. That's what selfing does. A problem doesn't have that huge amount of gravitational pull, but my problem with the giant planet Paul, those moons are sucked in. They can't fucking leave. They, they get stuck in an orbit around me because the power of my is unbelievable. Yeah. That's what happens. Thoughts are thoughts. They become mine. Now that you, you say you own the thoughts, then the thoughts own you. You say, I'm having feelings, and the feelings have you. I'm having problems, and the problems are having you. I'm having a drink, then the drink's having you. I'm having a shot, then the shot's having you. That eh? Any questions? No? Great, great.